What is up, my clan? Welcome back to another episode of Riffing with Clintus. This is an uh, impromptu uh, on the moment. Uh, I'm I'm taking a page out of Kevin Smith's book. I talked about this on stream this last week. Kevin Smith is in, what, probably the longest running podcast that I've listened to. I I, I go in and out. I, he doesn't post every week either, either, but I used to listen to it weekly. Then I kind of I started listening to his other podcasts and didn't listen to Smodcast as often as much. But I, I you know I subscribe to it. So when I see and then a new episode comes in, I I see it. I'll I'll listen to it. You know that kind of thing. But anyway. I listened to his most recent episode with his wife and it it reminded me of how Kevin Smith podcasts. He basically takes an event that happens in that week. It used to be something that literally happened this week. He podcasted about it on Sunday and that was the cadence, right? Him and Scott Mosier would be like, yo, I found this article, you know, or Hey, I read this post or Hey, today, you know, this week, this crazy thing happened. And he just, tells a story but he tells it in a way where it's like cracking jokes and of course there's two of them so they're kind of interjecting and and bantering back and forth so like it takes him a whole hour to two hours to tell this story that you know really probably could have been told in maybe like five ten minutes but that's his style and i really enjoyed this episode with his wife because they were just talking about their week and like she has some skin cancer removed and you know he talks about how like you know she gardens at night because she still wants like her her routine but she doesn't do it during the day because she doesn't be in the sun and and just hearing him going back and forth and it was it reminded me that like that's really another element of this podcast is when something happens that I want to tell you guys about like you know obviously I, I I talk about certain things in the vlogs I definitely talk about all these things in the streams like if you know I tell these things up almost in real time like hey this last night this thing happened I talk about on stream but in the podcast I feel like I have an opportunity to really tell a story about something that happened during the week or you know, something on my mind or whatever. And, and I, I, I'm definitely trying to lean more into that. So anyway, that's what this episode is about. This is about this particular weekend of us looking for our next house. And I'll, I go into details in the beginning about why we're moving again, why we, you know, we sold our last house, blah, blah, blah. There's a YouTube video on my channel called a uh, house Q and a, if you want, it's about 20 minutes long. You can watch that to get like, why did you sell your house? Why are you moving? Blah, blah, blah. But if you don't care about that, you've already watched it or whatever, just listen to this podcast. I do a quick overview of that. Um, it's kind of go with the rundown of our current situation on house hunting and finding our next house. So hope you enjoy it. As always, thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast. If you've been watching my vlogs for the past few months or been in and out of my Twitch streams the last few months, You've probably heard that the house hunting has begun for our next home purchase. And the number one question that I get most often is, you're moving again? Why are you moving again? Didn't you just move? Why do you move so much? Why do you buy so many houses? And I usually direct people to a video that I made um, after we sold our last house and moved into this current house. Um, and basically, you know, it was a Q and a, I took all the, the burning questions that people had and I answered them and it was about a 20, 25 minute video. It's a little lengthy, but like, like I said, I answer all the burning questions and the short answer is we bought that last house thinking that was our last house. We thought that was it. It was big. It was beautiful. It had all these upgrades. It the backyard was resort style. It had, you know, extra rooms. I mean, it just was balls out like a, a, a uh, it was a dream house it really was it was just i was just telling tiffany this i was like i feel like that house is the nicest thing i'll ever own in my entire life 
Um, but we realized after a few months, after a year, that it was not the perfect house. It was not our dream house. Um, while the house itself might have been absolutely incredible with all the these fancy, like, you know, a nice pool, a built-in barbecue pit, huge patio, basketball court, RV garage, two guest rooms, and every upgrade imaginable. It was a it was a it was a model home. And if you've ever purchased a brand new home before, looked at model homes, they do all the upgrades to show you what the best possible house could look like. If you were to buy a brand new home from them, your house could look like this with all these upgrades. So this house had all those upgrades. It was amazing. But like I said, we realized that it was not the right fit for us. A, it was too big. It was just it was just too big, right? It had too many rooms, too many extra spaces. We were buying furniture just to fill these spaces. It was just a waste of money, okay? And the second thing was we did, we weren't crazy with the location. Now, it did bring us close to the location we're in now that made us realize that this is where we belong. But, you know, it was 15 minutes away, which doesn't sound like a lot. But it's enough to deter you from just like running up to the store, running up to the, a restaurant for like happy hour or, or drink or, you know, whatever. Like all the kids' friends were in here. The kids' schools are in here. Their events were in here. It's a 15-minute drive one way and then 15 minutes back. And then, oh, if you're dropping off and picking up, that's another 15 minutes and 15 minutes. So it's an hour of just traveling to get in and out of this neighborhood when we should just live here. So it was a combination of, you know, multiple things that, that made us to make the decision that after two years, it was, we should sell that house and move into this neighborhood, move into this community. Like I said, kids' schools are in here. Their friends are in here. We love the community vibe. We love the trails and the parks and the amenities and just the, the whole, the whole vibe, right? This is what's called a master community. There's lots of them across the country. Tiffany's sister lives in one. Um, you know, there's a couple other ones here in Phoenix that we looked at and, um, you know, we ultimately settled on this one because of just the circumstances. So when we, we were selling that last house, we weren't really looking yet for our next house because Tiffany and I felt like we made a mistake. We, we bought this last house, not even really impulsively. It wasn't really an impulsive buy, but it just was like, boom, we jumped on it without maybe thinking through all of the it wasn't even the area we were looking for. This is not the area we wanted to live. We wanted to live up like near Lake Pleasant and Peoria area. If you're familiar with Arizona, um, that was where we were looking at all the houses, all the showings. We even had a, a contract on a house up there. Um, Tiffany actually found that last house just, you know, looking at Zillow or whatever, like you know, one of the one of the uh, apps on your phone. She found it. We came and looked at it. She fell in love with it, and it was like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Not really thinking like it's in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing around us. It's 15 minutes in any direction to a grocery store, to a supermarket, to a gas station. And at first we were like, well, we'll just be homebodies. We've got this resort style pool. We've got all these extra bedrooms. People can come hang out and stay with us for the weekend. You know, it'll be like this, like, uh, like a party house, like a resort house, right? Like we were so stoked. I had so many plans for that house. And the first summer was dope. First summer was great. But... The second summer was not. Nobody wanted to really come out. We didn't really have any sleepovers. It just got to the point where we had this big old house to ourselves and we were bored. And we like to travel. We like to go out. We like to do little staycations at resorts. And it was one of those things where we were paying a lot of money for this house, but not utilizing it, not using it to its potential. And oh, by the way, 
the extra two grand a month could have been used for a vacation, could have been used for a cruise, could have been used for like two staycations where like, you know, you get to, you know, we, we, we just like that. That's our lifestyle. And we realized that after two years of being in that house, that we want to go back to that lifestyle. We don't need the big house, the big resort style pool. We want to go to a resort, you know? And so, uh, you know, obviously we don't have any more kids, so we didn't need five bedrooms. Like it just, it was just a lot. So we were selling that house. It took us six months to sell it. And we, we looked at a few things, but we were like, ultimately made the decision. Like, why don't we just find a rental, a nice rental and just get into the, get into the neighborhood and kind of test the waters of like, do we need a backyard? Do we need, you know, are we cool with like this style of home? Cause a lot of the homes in this neighborhood have like our current house has a garage in the back of the house instead of in the front, which is like traditional, right? In Arizona, garages in the front, backyards in the back. And so we were testing a lot of theories. Like, do we need a pool? Like we had a pool in the last house and feel like it didn't get used as much. So is it a waste of money to have a pool? Bryce definitely didn't use a basketball court. So we don't need that. We don't need a big slab of cement for basketball because Bryce doesn't care about basketball anymore. And it just happens to be their basketball court, a right around the corner from our current house. And he's been there two times in over a year. The kid just doesn't, he's not into basketball anymore. That's a different discussion though. Um, so it, the, the, the whole idea was let's just move into this rental. We're in here for a year. We have a year lease test out the neighborhood, test out the, the amenities. Do we like being on this side of the neighborhood or the other side? Cause there's, you know, there's, it's, it's long. So it's like a North side a South side. And you know, then we'll figure out what we want in our next house because the next house purchase, we want it to be the last one. We don't want to move. Again. We don't want to move again. Like, you know, people, again, the questions were like, why are you moving so much? It's like, we don't want to, it's just the circumstances, right? Like, like I said, it'd be the same thing if, if, if I got like a job offer and I had to move states, we just moved to this house. We just built this house, but now we got this amazing job offer. I've got to relocate. We've got to move states. It sucks, but it is what it is. It's life. It's, it's part of life. We bought that house and we realized it wasn't the right fit for us. So we sold it. We moved on and here we are. So again, this was supposed to be a one year lease. We should have theoretically found a house and you know, started the moving process back in like March, April, May, but because of COVID, everything got put on hold, right? We were, we were put on hold. House hunting was put on hold. We renewed our lease for another six months, which is up in November. So here we are last month. We told our realtor, all right, let's start the email process, start sending houses to us that meet our criteria. And so we've been looking via email electronically at homes in this community. And while there's been a couple that have kind of interest us, you know, there's always a few things that are just like big turnoffs and ultimately like it's a pass, it's a pass. There were a couple recently that popped up and then eventually it got to four that we requested some showings. We told a realtor, okay, because she lives, she lives about 45 minutes away, maybe, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour, somewhere on there. So it's a bit of a drive. So we don't want her coming out just for one showing, right? Like, I said, let's at least get two, three. Ideally, we ended up having four showings that we went and saw this weekend. So she comes out 11 o'clock. We go to the first house and I'm not going to lie. I was very excited about a couple of these houses. They had a lot of promise. There's a lot of uh, um, pros. Each one had some cons though. Each one, none of them were perfect. Um, there were two that were nicer homes, beautiful backyards, um, great looking like one had just an amazing kitchen like honestly this one house was almost perfect the two cons the two you know blemishes were the location 
it's it was probably out of the four houses it was the, the worst location of the four and we come to find out the bedrooms were a lot smaller for the kids like two feet in each direction right length and width two feet smaller so that was a huge huge turnoff like especially because sierra has a queen bed she would barely be able to fit in this bedroom so that was a major turnoff. That and the location itself, ironically, was Tiffany's turnoff. Um, whereas everything else in the house was beautiful, like completely custom redone. The kitchen was gorgeous. The backyard was amazing. Like this is a kick-ass backyard, right? The other house, uh, not too far away from this one, a little bit better location, gorgeous front yard, even a better backyard. This thing had like a waterfall and a built-in barbecue and a gas fire pit with like glass beads. Like it was just Oh, such amazing backyard. But the indoors, not as crazy. Tiffany didn't like the 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 kitchen cabinets, the countertops, the carpet. Um, and it didn't have a fourth bedroom. We'd have to turn a dining room slash den into the into my office. So we'd have to like, you know, make some walls and doors and you know, so it would need some work, right? So that was enough for Tiffany to be like, pass on that one. The third one we looked at was the newest one that popped up on our radar like the day before we were planning our 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 showings uh price was amazing location was a half a mile from where like all the amenities are and i was like oh my god this is this is awesome um but it was a little on the bigger side it was a, it's five bedrooms again an extra bedroom we don't need it had this this loft it, it was like, a, like almost like a smaller version of our last house which in some aspects okay cool we have a little extra room but I just hate with the wasted space. Like while we were walking around this house, I was like, well, I don't know what we would do with this room. I don't know what we would do with this room. I don't know what we would do. With, like there was too many things that were like turning me off of the house, but I was willing to like be okay with it. Cause a location was awesome. And B the price was right. The price was amazing for this size of house. The price was amazing. So I was like, okay, this is a possibility. It needs, it doesn't need any work. There's no construction needing. We would probably eventually redo the backyard cause the backyard wasn't anything special. But like I said, location, location, location. And oh, by the way, it's 3,000 square feet for less than like 400K. Like amazing deal, right? So that's my back of my mind. Like I like this. That, But the house was nothing special. Like literally nothing. This is just an ordinary cookie cutter house. Nothing special. Nothing like that stood out. So the last house we went to was actually one that I saw a couple of weeks ago that I was really excited about. And Tiffany was a total pass on because it's an older house. It was built 13 years ago um, when, the, when the community was first being built. It's one of the oldest houses in the neighborhood. Um, and the architecture is very like dated. They did they made some really interesting choices when they built this house with like built-in entertainment centers and built-in desks and all these like weird architectural choices. The kitchen's old, definitely would need to be regutted and and redone completely. Like you know, we're talking like 10, 15 grand in a new kitchen, right? So that's one of the things in the back of my mind backyard needed a lot of work. Like they did it, but they did a really crappy job of like the way everything's placed and, and set. And, um, but it had like this dope, like mother-in-law suite, kind of like our last house where like downstairs, it had its own like bathroom and like kitchenette. This had a bigger bedroom with its own AC unit and bathroom. And I was like, Oh my God, this, this would be perfect for my office, right? It has its own AC unit. It's a bigger bedroom. Like this would be my office, my workspace. Um, very doable, cheapest of the, all the houses we looked at yesterday, but closest to the amenities, like, like two streets away, like walking five minute walk to everything. And I was just like, so excited about this house. Like I said, needed a lot of work, 
but for the price that's you have extra money to play with to do all the work to, to gut it make it exactly the way you want it but we left that fourth house um well okay so somewhere in there we went and looked at a fifth house it was it happened to be an open house on the same street um this house was amazing three thousand square feet like the other house i mentioned but the backyard was completely redone, customized, resort-style backyard. It had a uh, hot tub that was a waterfall into the pool. It had a built-in gas stove, built-in gas grill with a bar. Like, it was a complete resort-style backyard. Like, better than my backyard, my last backyard. Like, way better. Um, five bedrooms plus a den. So, this thing was, like, ridiculous. It was five bed. So, basically, it was, like, a mini version of our old house. It was a giant swinging door den when you first walked in the house that could definitely be my office plus a guest bedroom with stairs so it was again way too much house this one though did the price range was way out of our way more than i want to spend because there's a there's there's a thing there's a difference between what i can afford and there's a difference between what i want to spend i can afford that the last house we had there was no no problem there but i don't want it that mortgage i don't want to be locked into that mortgage the next 10 to 20 years that's really what it comes down to um, so this house was like, no, so we, that was a pass. We, like it, it was just a random passerbyer kind of thing, but we left the last, that last house, that fourth house. Tiffany was not feeling any of the homes, which I was surprised. I thought maybe one or two, she could, maybe we could talk about and discuss and, but unfortunately she just doesn't have an imagination. She, she it was hard for her to picture what the kitchen could look like with new cabinets, with new countertops. It was hard for her to picture what the bathroom could look like if we ripped out the, 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 the tub and the shower and redid a new shower. Like she, she couldn't picture it. And, and really, to be honest, she just really wasn't open to the idea because it's just not our style. I'm not a handyman. I'm not a Mr. Fix it. I'm not a guy that can like knock out a wall and redo it or, you know, patch a hole in the wall. I, it's just not me. I, I'm, I'm, I will hire, I hire that guy. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was a turnoff for Tiffany. Cause she's like, we'd have to hire it. And that means calling somebody and getting somebody out there to work with somebody and hopefully don't fuck us. And, and so that's just a major turnoff for Tiffany. Oh, I'm drinking a hurricane. I don't know where Tiffany, why Tiffany bought this, but it's really freaking good. It's just a pre-made hurricane with Bacardi. Oh, so good. I do like my fruity drinks. Cheers. Um, so we, we, uh, I mentioned to my realtor, I said, there are some new builds north of where we're at, up towards the mountains. I said, let's go up there since you're with us. Let's go up there. That way you can get registered. Then there's, if we want to go back on our own time, it doesn't hurt her, you know, for getting her commission and whatnot. So we went up there. There's two different builders. First builder, oh my God, their model home was ridiculous. And surprisingly, not too expensive. Like, it was doable. It was definitely on the higher end of what I was looking to spend, but definitely doable. And it was all house, right? So this this house in particular, very deep, uh, back very small backyard, which wasn't that big of a deal. wasn't a deal breaker for me. I told Tiffany, I said, "There's enough for in here to play with." You know, we, it, realistically, we just want a really big patio, and then a, maybe a place for a hot tub or a cocktail pool or something like that. That's really what we need. We don't need a big backyard. The kids aren't backyard people anymore, right? They're they've grown out of you know running around playing tag and doing water balloon fights and stuff like that. You know, we don't need a backyard. So that's not the point. <clears throat> um, so we, we, you know, we left that builder, we went to the second builder. The second builder was way too expensive. We didn't even like, we looked at the one model. We're like, ah, oh, this is it. We're done. We're like, you know, we, it was way out of our, again, what I want to spend. Um, so we left the new builds and the four house, five houses we looked at. Basically I was excited, but Tiffany very quickly deflated me. She basically said how 
none of them got her excited. And because we're not in a hurry and because we don't like, you know, we don't want to settle. None of these houses are a go. Like there's no even reason to even talk about them because none of them are worth my, our time. And like I said, it kind of deflated me. I was kind of bummed out because yes, we're not in a hurry. We can stay in this rental indefinitely. We can, you know, go month to month if we need to, but I'm ready to move. I, I'm ready to buy our next home and start making it our home and settle in, plant some roots, right? Like knowing that this place has been temporary, I have not wanted to do anything to it. Not to mention, I can't do anything to it, right? I can't like, you know, put a hole in the wall or I, I, I can't paint. I don't know. I like, I just, it's knowing that it's temporary, no, even furniture. Like I want to buy more furniture for my office. I want to buy some more furniture for upstairs in our bedroom, but it's like, that's more shit to move in the next 90 days. You know what I'm saying? So I, I am ready to move. I know Tiffany even said tonight, she's not, she doesn't hate this place and she'll probably miss it. Cause it, it just feels like, it just feels good here. That, again, that last house did, she didn't, I didn't, I didn't know this, but she just told me that she actually does not miss our last house. Whereas I miss the backyard and I miss the, like the sense of, I had a sense of pride owning that house. I had a sense of pride that like this house, when people saw this house, their jaws dropped and I had a sense of pride that this was my house, right? Like I provided for my family. I, I won. I, I, I made it. I, whatever you want to call it. Like I was able to, you know, purchase this house for my family and it was beyond anything we've ever imagined. Right? Like that's what that last house was. But like I said, I feel like I have to repeat myself every time it didn't feel right. There was something off about it. And now I'm like, Tiffany's telling me, like, she's basically confirming this. She's like, yeah, I didn't really, that, that, I don't miss that house at all. I'm like, wow. Okay. All right. I know it was only two years, but she already tells me she has more feelings about this rental than our last house like that. I'm surprised, but I think I get it. And I think the reason why is because of location, because even though this is not our house, it's a rental, it's, it's still nice. It's new, right? We're like, we're the first, we're the second tenants in the, in it. So it's very, still very new. Um, and we've from this, from our doorstep, we've been able to walk to the pool. We've been able to go for like walks down the neighborhood. We've gone walks to the coffee shop, to the Starbucks, to, to the ice cream, to like, we've already made more memories in the year and a half we've been here than I think we did in the last two years at that other house, because we were so homebodied, even with Corona, like we still go for walks. We still like, we just now, just now started going back out to like restaurants, and stuff like that, you know, like, cause the, the restaurants here have been really good about social distancing. The way we went with the one we went to yesterday, they make you, they make you hand sanitize walking in the door. Like there's a lady, literally somebody that goes, would you mind, you know, hitting hand sanitizer before you, you know, we, we seat you. Everyone has to wear masks, like super strict, which makes me feel better. Honestly, it makes me feel better. I don't mind as much. So but my point is, is that even with, 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 you know, the half this year being locked down, we made more memories here than I think we did over there. And also knowing that this is our community, even though we're moving houses, we're not moving neighborhoods. This is our home. This is our, this is our community. And we've already made friends and, and started to like, you know, plant some roots, albeit, you know, by proxy in this neighborhood. So I think that's why this house already has more of a, of a meaning to her than our last house that we owned. So knowing that makes sense that she really wants to make sure the next house is the right one. 
So we got back home. Um, I went out in the garage. I was I was supposed to go dirt bike riding with my dad today. Um, so I put my bike out to kind of start it up and clean it up, make sure things good to go. And I realized I've got a blown fork seal. So it kind of ruined that moment because um, I have air forks. And to my knowledge, you are you should not ride on a blown fork seal with air forks. So I don't risk it. It's not worth it. It's not that big of a deal. I'm not like dying to ride, but um, I do need to get them fixed. So I'm outside in the garage working on the bike and all of a sudden my, my watch goes off and I tell Tiffany, Hey, we got another, you know, listing, you know, if you want to check it out, see if that, you know, trips your trigger or I, I don't know, I'd kind of been a smart ass. Cause like I said, I was still a little bummed out that Tiffany didn't even want to discuss these houses. Like I thought there was so much potential in all of them. Just again, pros and cons. Like, what are you willing to sacrifice for this or that? And she was just like, no, and like ugh, it bummed me out. Anyway, uh, she went and looked at the, looked at it. I swear not two, three minutes later, she comes running back outside. He goes, Oh my God, Clint. Oh my God. I think this is it. And I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, there's no way. Like, first of all, we, my, our realtor even said that listings usually don't happen on the weekends. Cause most people will list their homes like on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And to get that, you know, that weekend traffic, you don't really drop a listing on the weekend because you're already got your weekend planned, your schedule, you got your showing set, that sort of thing. But here it is. Saturday night at like 5 p.m., the new listing, and mm, mm, I gotta say, man, it uh, it it hit home. It it gave us it gave us all the vibes that we were looking for. Um, location is damn near perfect. It yeah, it it hit. It just hit. It hit, it hit right. Uh, Tiffany got really excited about it, which that's what I need. I need her to be excited about something, you know, for us, for us to, to be excited about it, you know? And so we drove down to it. It was, obviously it was locked. We couldn't like go inside, but we could like, you know, scope out the street, scope out the, the neighbors, um, you know, look in the windows kind of thing and, um, come to find out, uh, you know, we were able to go look at it today, the next day. So we got up this morning, we went to it got it got inside and instantly tiffany's like yep this is it like she just knew like it just clicked she's like this is the one I, I and and so you know we did the whole tour and we started like doing measurements like okay how big are the bedrooms you know because that was a problem with one of the houses we looked at um you know my office perfect location it just is damn near perfect now i say damn near because there are a couple of things that are like mm, i wish it had this or i wish it had that but there's enough pros and the pros that it has are big enough. Like location, location is my most number one, most requested thing. And Tiffany's is the kitchen, the kitchen, the, the layout and the cabinets and like the countertops. It is almost exactly the way she wants it. Um, you know, again, configuration is a little different. Uh, it's way different than anything we've had in the past and all our last three houses that we've been in this configuration is completely different. Um, so it, it, definitely getting used to that, but it just has some really dope amenities. I, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to go any deal. Cause for one, it's not hundred percent done. We have not signed a contract. Um, uh, we did start the paperwork. We did write a check. So the process is in motion, but until we actually sign the contract and be like, all right, the clock is now ticking for us to get the keys. I don't want to like, go full. I, I didn't even vlog that much. I vlogged a little bit. I'll show you guys a little bit in the vlog, um, on Wednesday, but, um, yeah, it's about as far as I want to go. Um, you know, cause it's still, it's still not a hundred percent. 
So anyway, that's how we that's, that's we we went and looked at it. We walked out and basically to my realtor, start, start call, start making the phone calls. I said, because right now it's a seller's market, right? So that means that if you are a seller, there are more buyers looking than, than homes are available. So when you're looking to, to sell your house, houses are going very quickly, like within two days, three days, a week maximum houses are flying off the market, right? Unless there's something wrong, unless there's, it's, it's overpriced. Like it's, there's something wrong there, but for the most part, houses are flying. Well, this just popped up yesterday. So my gut tells me it's a weekend. Like I said, most people don't like look for, you know, new, they don't go do showings on the, on the fly. Usually, usually, right. We're pretty flexible here. So it worked out for us, but I'm like, this is going to go fast. It is too good to be true. The, the, the location, the house, the amenities, like it is too good to be true. If you are sure about this, Tiffany, we need to jump on it. And so, you know, we've made impulsive decisions before, like, you know, but Tiffany is very much a gut feeling kind of person. Like she feels something and just feels right. This feels like the right one or on the flip side, right? Which she's just like, nah, this doesn't feel right. This isn't it. This isn't it. And, and I'm always questioning, like, what are you talking about? Like, and I'm all getting all logical and she's all like touchy feely, like emo. And it's like, that's, that's how she like, you know, does things. So this felt right. This just felt like, and, and of course, the more I logically start to break it down, pros and cons, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, holy shit, I think this is the one. It's just, again, too good to be true, too, too good to be too, to pass. So sure enough, we started the, the process, the paperwork. We, you know, we signed what we needed to to get the ball rolling. We gave him a check that once the contract is ready to rock and roll, it becomes a, a sealed deal. So... It looks like we might be buying a house, guys. Holy effing shit. Um, you know, typically it's 30-day move-in. Um, there's in some instances, six weeks is like, you know, the, the standard. So four to six weeks. That puts us at the end of October. No, what that puts us in the middle of October or early, like be first of November. So we don't know again, nothing's set in stone, nothing's actually happened yet, but that's what we're looking at is potentially the end of October early November, right around Halloween, which would be interesting. Um, also happens to be the same time around Halloween that I go to California with my dad for uh, Glen Helen and we go to NASCAR for the race. And this year, those two events happen on the same weekend, which I'm like, Oh fuck. So it looks like one is definitely not happening over the other. And most likely it's the, the dirt bike with my dad because the NASCAR is a family thing and it's something we pay for. Uh, and then we're locked into, so kind of hard to not do that one, but Tiffany's already like, I don't know how we're able to go. I'm going to be thinking about like, you know, our new house and moving and, and, and buying stuff. And like, you know, it, it needs like ceiling fans and it needs like, you know, it needs some things. Every, every house you buy, it needs something. There's always something it needs. Right. So she's thinking about all these things we have to like shop for and buy. And like, there's things that we need to do before we move in. Um, like my office, like I'm putting an AC unit in, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting a mini split built in installed. I want, I need, I need to make sure it has cat five in my room. And like, you know, I, there's like certain things just, you do it before you move in. Right. Um, it needs some work, but other than that, like, it's like, like I said, it's damn near perfect, man. Um, so it's going to be interesting this year. This, this, I mean, the year is interesting as it is. I don't even know like what's going on with NASCAR. Like, are they doing the, the camp outs? I, I don't know yet. So we're all kind of in limbo at the moment, but it's going to be interesting next, uh, 
Let's just call it 60 days. It's going to be an interesting 60 days with this whole process. If this goes through, if it goes through and, and, and things happen, we're, we're going to be moving fast. Um, which, you know, totally my style. <laughs> I move fast. So that's kind of where we're at with the house, um, house hunting. We may have found our next house, which man, if this happens, like, whoo, I'm a believer, man. Shit happens for a reason. Shit happens for a reason. Like I, like, Tiffany says it all the time. And of course I'm always like, whatever, like that's, you know, superstitious kind of things. But like she, it, she calls it and it happens. And my entire career has been one serendipitous moment after that. We've talked about this. We, we talked about the serendipity on the podcast. If you go back and look, there's an episode about serendipity. And this just is, it just feels like another opportunity. If we would have moved before Corona, if we would have, not said, Hey, turn on the emails and let's start looking right. What? Oh no, we've got another three months, four months of our lease. Let's just wait till the, you know, let's wait till after the election. That was something else we talked about. We talked about not looking for houses until after the election because election years always mess with the stock market, the interest rates, you know, people are losing their jobs now with Corona. People are not selling their house because they're afraid to like move and, and, and have people come in their house. Like all of these things are happening right now. And we could have just been like, let's just wait, let's just wait. Imagine if we would have done that and this, and we would have missed this opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like you, your mind starts to wander about these things. Uh, and, and, and you know, what if start coming to play, which I I've gotten out of, I used to be a huge, huge, what if person like back in my, in like high school, college days, I was constantly throwing Tiffany these, like, what if this, could you imagine that? And of course she, of course always said, no, she's like, I can't, I don't think that way. Like, I don't, I can't imagine that. Why would you even ask that? It's like fun. Like just use your imagination and she couldn't do it. So, um, I've definitely backed off on that now because practicality says, what if this, well, if that, then you couldn't have this, right? Like, like realistically, if we would have done anything different and had a baby any time after the time we actually had the baby, we would not have Sierra and Bryce. Like that's just genetics, right? Different egg, different sperm, different kid. And so like you, like the moment you realize that you're like, I can't make any changes to my past because I would not have the kids I would have today. I'd have different kids and they might be better. They might be worse. Like, you know, whatever. These are the kids I have. I love these kids. Can imagine without these, my life without these kids. So don't even play the what if scenarios, right? Like that's now where my brain goes. And so same thing with like, we start doing the whole like, what if scenarios like, well, well, what if we don't buy this house? What if there's another one that's better than this house? And that's of course when Timmy's like, oh yeah, okay, let's not talk about it. I'm like, yeah, see, <laughs> you can't go one way or the other. Like it, it goes both ways. But my point is, is like, holy crap, you know, the timing of all this situation and the circumstances around this house, which I'll share the story of this house once it becomes final, once it becomes ours and we're moved in and it's for hundred percent ours. And, you know, I'll tell the story about like this house. It has a story. Like every house has a story, right? So this house has a story and I'll tell that story eventually. Um, yeah, it just, uh, it kind of came fast and I'm excited at the same time, it's very daunting, right? A, we have to pack everything up at this house, break it down, break down our furniture, and we have to move it. So that sucks. No one likes to move. And I just did it. I feel like I just did it, you know, a year and a half ago, which I did. So I'm like, ugh. But again, we're moving into our potentially last house, you know? And the way this house is set up and the way that where it's located and and like, this could be our forever house. Like I like Tiffany already, I'm granted, not everything's up for, up for like can change, right? Everything's fluid. We might move in this house and a year later be like, Oh fuck, this house doesn't feel right either. Like 
who knows, right? I doubt it, but we're wiser now. We're better now than we were three years ago when we bought the last house, right? You grow and you learn from your mistakes, kids. That's something also you just have to drive home. You're going to fuck up in life. You're going to make mistakes. I've made a ton of mistakes, but you learn from them. You should learn from them. You make a mistake. You go, wait, why did that? Why did that outcome happen? Why didn't it go out the way I thought it was? What happened here? What's wrong? Analyze it, figure it out, and then don't repeat it. That's the key. That's the, that's the lesson there. So we learned a lot buying that last house. Same thing with our trailer, right? We bought our, we bought our travel trailer and it's too freaking big. We bought like this beautiful travel trailer, like used for like when you travel and you go places and you stay in it long term because you like want like a big open space in a house. It's again, it's wasted space. It's like our house. We bought too big of a trailer that doesn't get used. It's heavy. It's bulky. And we're never inside, right? Like it's just, it's wasted space. And so that's kind of been my mantra recently is like, I'm definitely more of a minimalist. I really have downsized a lot of my shit. I used to have like very extravagant, like I mean, my book shelves in my office, right? If you watch my streams, you see like all my like characters and stuff. Half that shit's hidden now. My PC covers one, my mini fridge covers the other. Like I, like I don't even need that shit anymore. Like, you know, when I move, I most likely won't display all that stuff. You know, I'll change it up and I'm into plants right now. Like I'm going to, I want to display my plants. I want to, I want a garden behind me, a forest, a jungle. You know what I'm saying? Like people change, things change. And I'm like, I'm downsizing my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm ready to get rid of the trailer. I would love to go down to one car. Like I don't need a car. Why do we need two cars? Like I, I work from home. I never fucking go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like my truck's paid for. So it's not really like, it doesn't really cost us a whole lot of money. Uh, you know, gas and, and insurance. Insurance is dirt cheap when you're my age. Uh, so it's not that big of a deal to have it, but it's just like my truck still got a good value. I could sell it tomorrow, make a killing on it. Um, so there's that. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that like I've learned at my age and my, the way I've lived my life, I've used to be very flaunty with my like you know tech and and toys and look at this look at that very very much of a show off kind of how youtube started really um whereas now i'm like not so much of a show off and i'm much more humble in my opinion i have to throw that in my opinion um yeah i don't need big space like i even told tiffany like i'm looking forward to when the kids are gone selling our whatever house we're in and like go get a condo downtown like totally downsized to like a one bedroom studio apartment something like that but like we're in a high rise that downstairs is a brewery a coffee shop pizza shop you know a little bodega like uh deli like oh my god it'd be so fucking cool but that's completely the opposite of what we have right now we have you know we had a 4200 4300 square foot house and you know now we're looking at a 2000 square foot house and we got two kids and a dog and you know, not, and we're in a suburbia. We, we're in a suburban neighborhood where it's like, you know, ours is unique, which is why I love it. But for the most part, we're, you know, in a suburban neighborhood. So I lost where I was going with that. But nevertheless, um, I'm looking forward to moving one last time, getting into that new place, making it our own. And then again, lessons I've learned do shit early, get it done. Like, you know, you need to get it done. Just fucking get it done. Like, like I said, ceiling fans are definitely gonna need these ceiling fans in uh, multiple rooms. Get it done now, get it done before we move in before all the furniture's there. Like it'd be so, it's so much easier just to get the work done while there's nothing else there. Right. Um, I, there's gonna be some work needed in my office. 
that shit's got to get done before I move my desk in there and all my crap. Like I can't imagine a guy trying to like put a hole in the wall and build, put an AC unit with my desk and my, all my wires and everything's down there. It's like, no, no, get it done first. Right? So there's a little bit of daunt, you know, a little bit of a worry there that we're gonna have to fork up some serious money up front, which we have, we have savings. You know, we made some money on our last house. We've been just sitting on that. So there's, there's some money to play with there, but you know, there's only so much and we don't know what everything's going to cost yet. We don't know, you know, what, it costs to do a backyard. Like we did our backyard, my first backyard, my dad and I did that, you know, 16, 17 years ago. Um, you know, we went to home Depot. I bought sod. I bought, I had rock delivered and I had some trees planted and, and, and we did the bubblers. We did the irrigation. We did the brick. You know, I planted, I think the bushes were the guy, the, the, the company planted my trees and you know what I'm saying? So like vastly different. Whereas now I'm like, no, I want a guy to come out. I want him to design me, a kick-ass backyard, right? Like I want a garden. I want, I want some kind of water. Like, I don't know yet. I know what Tiff wants a hot tub. So I don't know if we're just going to get above ground hot tub and just throw in a corner. Or if we're going to like, maybe get like a, a in ground, like hot tub slash cocktail pool that can maybe use be more, more year round. Like maybe like it's, it's small enough that it can be cheaply heated. And so we can have a hot tub in the winter and then turn off the heater for the winter of the summer and have like a pool, you know, but like, I want like a little waterfall and obviously a lot of palms and, and beautiful trees with some lighting. Like I want to, I want the way the house is set up, the, the, the patio kind of faces the yard. So, um, like I, and that's what you see from like the kitchen. So I very much want that to be the, again, the focal point, like the last house, when you walked in our, our, you know, kitchen, you saw the giant sliding glass door with all the windows to the pool and the patio and the backyard. Like that was that is something I care about. And this house can, can very easily do that just at a different angle. So, you know, I want the yard to look like, you know, amazing. That's my, that's my, that's the part that I care about. It's literally the only thing I care about my office. Cause I work there and it needs to look good. It needs to be practical and usable for me, but also needs to look good on camera. Cause that's just, you know, part of the shtick, uh, and the backyard. I could care less about the rest of the house. That's Tiffany's domain. Doesn't matter to me whatsoever. So, uh, there's definitely gonna be some costs up front when we move into this house. And uh, I think Tiffany's a little nervous. I think she's a little nervous because it's like, you know, it's one thing when you have savings and you're just sitting on this money, like, oh, well, we got this money, we're good. But knowing that you're going to start depleting it to the point where it might be all gone, um, you know, it's, it's always a little scary. And it's definitely not all our savings. It's just that's what we have saved for the house stuff. Um, so... It'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. We, you know, we, it's been, like I said, 16, 17 years, 17 years since we bought our, built our first house. Um, so this house is the closest thing to that. And, uh, it's, 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 it's exciting, but it's a little scary at the same time. And hopefully I was trying to get Tiffany on the podcast, but she's just not in the mindset right now. She's definitely not in the mindset to sit down and, and have play 20 questions with me. But, um, she's warming up to the idea about being on the podcast. First, it was going to be about like our anniversary and talking about like, you know, 17 years of marriage, 22 years being together. And, uh, and now we're, now we're here talking about the house. And so, um, you know, maybe one of these days I'll get her, you know, get her on here. And I think I just need to set it up where we just start talking. We just start talking and we start, uh, kind of just, you know, shooting the shit and not, I, I definitely need to make sure I don't make it like an interview. I can't just ask her random questions. I have to just like talk to her. And I think that'll be the icebreaker. I think once she breaks the ice and she actually sits down with me on the microphone, 
She realizes it's not that bad. Oh my God. I would love, I would just scrap the whole podcast and just be me and Tiffany. If I could get her to just sit down and do it with me, I think you guys would love it. Obviously everyone wishes she vlogged more. She vlogged her cooking more. She had a cooking channel, um, you know, which sorry guys, it's probably never going to happen. Um, but if I get her to sit down on the podcast with me, like just, you know what? Crack a beer open, sit, make a cocktail. Let's sit down. Let's this, this bullshit, you know? So that's one of the ideas again with the, uh, the new office setup, uh, again, learning from your mistakes, learning from previous history. Um, I plan on really thinking out my, my office before I move in. Um, the beauty of our current situation, like I said, our lease isn't up until November. So if we were to get the keys, say, like I said, uh, 30 days out would be around, you know, middle of October. That gives us about a month before we have to like be out of this place. So I have some time to get in there maybe with some friends or, you know, a contractor and be like, all right, if I put my desk here, because realistically what I'm looking at doing is I, I need obviously my main desk that I, that I stream at and, and play games at. And, and that's, you know, what my currently I'm sitting at right now recording this podcast. Then Sierra's getting really serious about her art and her painting. And she's about this close and I'm doing the, like, you know, the, the like the two inch two fingers holding up like this close, uh, to streaming on Twitch, her art and her drawing. And so the only thing that's really holding her back is a dedicated space to do it. Like right now, if she wanted to stream, we'd have to like set up a laptop with a camera and a light. And then she does her painting. Then we have to break it all down. Like it's not quite there yet, but if I could give her a dedicated space to do it, if I gave her a desk, we set up her lights, her camera, possibly a second stream PC, boom if i'm not in there streaming she can literally be in there doing her doing her thing so that's where i'm really thinking ahead of like i can have her space my space oh and by the way i also want my own like work space like i sit at this desk and it is very tight it has two keyboards two mice all my peripherals for when i'm streaming and then I have a little bit of a space for like if Tiffany makes me lunch and brings it on my desk. Other than that, this desk is fully stocked, right? So I can't even come in here with my laptop and work in here if I wanted to, right? If I like, depending on what work I'm doing, I work on Apple. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Mac guy. All my devices are Apple. I prefer Apple. The, the only reason I use PCs is because A, that's where all the games are. And B, it's where all the best streaming software is, right? Unfortunately, Apple just doesn't have, you know, their version of OBS isn't as good, um, a lot of the functionality just doesn't work on it. So it's doable, but not ideal. And because I have a dope sponsor, uh, with, with, uh, a partnership with Zydex PCs, you know, I'm able to have incredible hardware to, 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 uh, use and work on, but I want to come in here, crank some music, work on my laptop, work on my app, you know, work on my actual work laptop. Um, I can't do that currently. I had a space before I got my G fuel mini fridge. Now that I have the mini fridge, I don't have any desk space in here. Um, so I want to have a desk dedicated to just be able to work. Or if I want to draw something, if I want to build something, I want to, you know, like I want to do Legos and shit. Like I want to have like a desk for that. So the room probably won't look as cool on camera as my current one does because I'm, I, I'm most likely to be changing the configuration up to make it more usable. Whereas right now the space is not usable. It just looks pretty. And, um, so that's, that's what I plan on doing with my next office is really 
planning it out ahead of time, measuring, you know, measuring, making sure I get the right size desks. I want a standing desk. I, I, I totally want a desk that I can like raise up and stand and and game and, and stream for, you know, I, cause I, you know, I stream eight hours a day, um, you know, upwards to 10 hours sometimes. Like I want the option to be able to stand up, especially in the summertime when it's freaking so hot, like you get swamp ass, like, dude, I need to stand up. So these are all little things that I'm looking at and, and, and really trying to play with. And on top of all that, like I said earlier, I want fucking trees and bushes and, and plants everywhere. Like my room is going to be RGB and plants. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want the shit to, to look awesome. Um, I would love to get some accent lighting for, for the plants, right. To just like pop, make them pop on camera. Like, Ooh, I'm so excited. But again, it's, it's, it's all relative to the room that I get and the configuration uh, currently with the house that we're looking at, my office is set up in a way where there's windows on two walls, which I'm not crazy about, but there's no closet. So if there was a closet, that would be on one of the walls. So I, I I'm losing the wall regardless, whether it's for a closet or for a window, I guess it's better that I have windows, you know, cause then it's like, at least I have options for sunlight. Um, so there's definitely some configuration that needs to have to be worked out and I'll work it out. It's not, I'm not, I'm not worried. Like that's not a deal breaker. Um, so anyway, I'm excited. There's your update on the house hunting and everything. Um, I'll keep you guys posted obviously in the vlogs. Uh, I don't know if it'll talk about it on the podcast again. You might have to check in with me on Twitter or on Twitch, um, at Clintus everywhere, guys. If you, if you're looking to see what's going on, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, um, everything's Clintus. Just any platform you're thinking about where is, I wonder if Clintus is on here. What's Clintus account? Just do a search for Clintus. You'll find me easy peasy. I try to keep the same profile picture on everything as well. So, you know, it's me. Like when you start doing your searches, you're like, Oh, it's the same guy. Um, I'm verified on every platform except for Instagram, which is currently in the works. So we'll cross your fingers and hopefully I get that one. Then you'll literally know it's me. Um, but I think that's it. I'm excited. Um, if this doesn't happen, if this doesn't go through, Obviously, we'll keep getting the emails. We'll keep getting the, you know, the, the, hey, there's a new house on the market kind of thing. And we'll keep looking. It is what it is. Going back to what Tiff said, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But it's feeling pretty good. It's feeling pretty good. This li literally got on the market last night. So the fact that we saw it this morning and are, you know, putting an offer on it, like, hmm, feels good, man feels good. So I'll keep you guys posted. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, new vlogs Wednesdays and Saturdays at youtube.com slash Clintus. I'm live Monday through Friday on twitch.tv slash Clintus at 10 a.m. Pacific and podcasts go up Monday mornings, usually around six o'clock Pacific. So there you go. There's your plugs. Have a fantastic week. I'll see you on the flip side.